0: Everyone, welcome to episode 30 of Horror Haven Podcast. I'm Dylan. I'm Sierra. I'm
1: Erica.
0: And I'm Steve. This week we are talking about movies all involving the dangers of television. We're going to be covering Poltergeist, The Video Dead, and Terrorvision. So, and The Ring. Not The Ring. <laughs> Another day. So stay tuned. It's going to be awesome.
2: And right. shirt music here. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Mom, my mom this morning was like,
3: why do you fucking sound like a dolphin? Because <laughs> oh. she, she, she was on the phone with my sister, and I was fucking doing the noise in the background because my sister had a speakerphone. She was like, why the fuck is Steven going around the living room sounding like a dolphin? She was like, no, he's singing this stupid theme from this stupid movie we watched last night. Oh, Jesus
0: Christ. All right. So, normally we talk about the movies in order of release. Today, we're going to mix that up completely. Uh, We're going to say Poltergeist for last because we're going to have the most to say about that, I'm sure. So, we're going to start with Terror Vision from 1986. It was directed by Ted Nicolau. I'm hoping I'm saying that right. Uh, It starred Diane Franklin, Garrett Graham, Mary Warrenov, and Chad Allen. It followed a family who has a new satellite dish put in, and a monster that is actually like being thrown away from another planet gets beamed to their satellite dish and starts feeding on the family and other people who show up at the house. Uh there's a little boy in the movie, Sherman, who fights back. Uh apparently this kid is power- strong enough to handle a military grade assault rifle. His group <laughs> <talking> about- yeah. <laughs>
3: And knows how to use explosive claymores.
0: Yeah. Th- Grandpa taught him. Grandpa taught him everything There's he There's no needs plot to know.
2: holes. Grandpa taught him. We're good.
0: I-, I like that they, out of everything they explain, they explain the fact that, don't worry, we're gonna, we're not gonna leave this plot hole. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck everything else. Okay, so, just putting this out there, I don't think that this was a bad movie. I think that it set out to be a cheesy movie. And it succeeded in being a cheesy movie. Now, when I say a cheesy movie, I'm not talking about other cheesy movies that we've covered. I'm talking about, like, five fucking cheese pizza cheesy
2: movies. I've got this.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's so over the top, it's kind of ridiculous.
2: This movie is not a horror movie. This movie made its own genre, and it's cheesy. (laughs) Like, if you went into a video store, it would be the only movie on that shelf. (laughs)
3: Yeah, yeah, it's like, like give me right. the cheesiest movie you got, and then like,
2: Times the uh, guy's 40, just like terror
3: vision.
0: As of now, I think this might be, and I'm I'm even including like,
2: not just very t-
0: very terrible like B movies that I have watched. I would say that this is the cheesiest movie that I have ever seen. This, <laughs> so said <laughs> this blue.
1: This blew show 3
0: out of the water for me.
1: Yeah. And I didn't think that I could... And VHS 3.
0: Didn't think that I could top that. See, it's not like... Okay, so I feel like half the time the movie set out specifically to be that way, and then the other half of the time it's like they're trying to be serious, but there's certain elements, like bad acting, that just make them seem very over the top cheesy od this was this was very much so trying to be cheesy so for that reason it definitely accomplished what it set out for and it did it better than any other cheesy movie that i've watched i'm gonna stop saying cheesy because i've said it 500 times
3: (laughs) yeah uh charles uh band who was uh one of the producers uh his um original like motion picture company uh empire internationals put this out and they would later become full moon pictures so i thought that was a fun fact to throw out there because i'm a big fan of like full moon features who spawned like the puppet master films yeah so it's kind of interesting to see that little tie there and that like this was like one of their earlier
0: starts (laughs) a lot of familiar faces too like uh yeah there was garrett graham who played the uh the foster dad in child's play two um mary warinov she was in a lot of older horror movies she was also um in the house of the devil which we covered in a past episode what was she the mom od yeah i think so i'm pretty sure od was uncle rico from napoleon dynamite
3: (laughs) yep and he was also in fright night too yeah he's been in a lot but
0: (laughs) (laughs) the the whole time we were watching it i was just making napoleon dynamite references (laughs)
3: My head just to be able to throw a pigskin quarter of a mile.
0: Yep.
2: that's that's. that's I, I said
0: it like fifty <laughs> times, and I was like, I bet you I could throw a football clear over the mountain.
3: <laughs> his character was like the craziest oh to my me. Oh god, he's like, oh,
0: he he likes metal.
2: <laughs> I feel like he's trying to be Ted really bad from Bill and Ted, and like like he like would randomly strum his guitar, and it's like, that's so Bill and Ted of you.
0: Yeah, the um the one girl in the movie played who played Susie, she played Princess Joanna in Bill and Ted.
3: Yeah, yeah so there's, there's definitely One quite the like a lot of familiar faces. Yeah,
0: that, so, Yeah. there's a lot, of, that's what I'm saying. Like That's pretty cool. There's a I lot of familiar faces her. for the, uh, Did
2: for the movie. Did it
0: give
2: you up the points on yeah, that? Yeah, um, no. <laughs> it didn't. Good for her. I love Bill and Ted, but no.
3: <laughs> Yo, her oh. hair, though. Can we talk about that for a while? Cindy Lauper? <laughs> like, like no, it was I feel like that. scene girls. No, it wasn't
2: because Cindy Lauper's side of her head was shaved and spiked. This had the minus the shave and just the spikes.
3: This Sarah like didn't... had like like <laughs> loops and bows and like just crazy shit going on. I feel like this it's was the like the era of 80s. of like scene girls.
0: Yeah, I, I kept asking Cyril when she was gonna get hair like that. <laughs> I'm waiting for it.
2: My hair's fucked up enough. I don't need to do that to it.
0: It's already been every color that that girl's hair was. Yeah, so. just not at once. Might as well do it all at once and go all out. There even you go. Me.
2: Don't even. <laughs> you know his reaction exactly. to that would be like, "What the fuck?" Don't it, even.
0: It was so like weird to watch too because the parents were swingers,
2: and yep. it, it was like <laughs> they were very cool. they it. very
0: yeah. Everybody was so cool with it, and then there was like the Medusa show that was on TV, and the grandpa was like horny as hell and was like yeah this is great watching right here and like Or well, like <laughs>
3: when he t- tuned was... to channel 69 he's like yeah. yeah 69 dad and i was just like <laughs> oh my gosh
1: the one line with Susie when she's like can i use the jacuzzi and her parents are like nah me and dad are gonna be using it for swinging tonight <laughs> yeah
2: totally <laughs> totally open
3: there's How about a- the artwork in the in the back in
0: the like the background it's like, their like the paintings? Like the girl and looking shit.
2: behind her with her butt out. That
0: was, that was another yeah. thing too because we we just moved into our new house and uh, we were like looking for artwork for their walls and I was like, "Yo, Sierra, there we go, it's perfect." <laughs>
2: Dylan had all the jokes of this movie.
0: It it, it it had some good laughs. I'll give it that.
2: This movie Definitely. reminded me of like the shitty TV shows that we used to watch when we were younger because like the the creature. The the alien creature Whatever it is It just like brought me back To like When they used to use puppets As characters Yeah So it brought me back To like the dinosaurs And like shit like that I'm like wow
0: It was very It it was definitely like a puppet But This is weird (laughs) It was definitely a puppet But it it did a good job of looking, like, gross. Like, it looked slimy and nasty. Yeah. It them. looked
2: like it had snot coming out of it. It did have snot coming yeah, okay. out of it. It's disgusting.
0: I like that, like, towards the end of the movie, it totally turns into Encino Man, and they're, like, teaching it, like, <laughs> this is music. <laughs> this is food.
2: Again, a great movie, and it's just, like, oh, I don't know. This was, it, but see, the thing is, is that I feel like if I was watching this movie, like, expect like as a comedy it would be like all right cool whatever like it's not that great but it's it's funny i guess it's quirky but like it's not at all like i would not consider this even remotely horror at all i would consider it a comedy um, yeah i was gonna
3: say like the only horror aspects would seem to be like the monster eating the people
2: yeah, yeah. and like that was the just... <laughs> Like, it it wasn't, you know, like, it just wasn't scary, and I don't think there's a a soul in the world that would be scared by it, so I just, but, like, I'm not grading it harshly on that, because I think, honestly, I think their main point was for it to be funny. I don't think, I don't think they tried to make a horror movie, I think they they tried to make a weird comedy.
0: They had an interesting choice in the way they did things, too, because, like, there was certain themes in the movie, like, the swinging, the parents that were swingers, and like, there, there were a lot of sexual references in the movie. Spiro. So, you would say, like... You would say, like, okay, this is... He
2: wanted the dad. He didn't want the mama.
0: You would say, like, okay, this is (laughs) an inappropriate movie. But then there were certain things that they did. Like, all of the blood in the movie was green. Yeah, that was so weird. Yeah, so it was, like if you're gonna make it an adult movie, fully commit. If you're gonna make it, like, a quote-unquote horror movie that's also kid-friendly, commit to that. Like, yeah,
2: see, that's the thing, is that I felt like they should have left out the swingers, and then it could have been, like, something that we probably would have enjoyed as children, you know what I mean? Like, especially with Sherman as the main the main I think I would still character. watch
0: it. I think I'd still watch it with, like, kids, too, because they're not gonna understand the swinger references. Subtle, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, but, the, it's like, like a... well, that's what I'm saying, though, is that, like, it's like the, the way that they did it and the the, the cheesiness that they went it, it does remind me of a child's movie or show mm-hmm. and then they just add in like this really awkward perviness that doesn't make sense so I just I just don't think that the movie flowed very well and I think that's probably even above the cheesiness to it I think that's probably the biggest issue with it is that like it was very like oh I have this idea, I have this idea, I have this idea let's just throw it all together in one movie and it makes no sense it's just very strange <laughs>
3: Yeah, strange is a perfect word for this. Uh, like weird. the monster, I guess. Like you know, like like you said, they did a good job of making it gross, and like mm-hmm. certain special special effects were pretty cool. But I don't get why they bled green. Like I don't that know. just threw me off so much. I think it was just maybe they're like secretly
2: the aliens things. too. Oh, I like the alien guy that was on TV. His makeup was excellent. Hey?
0: I love that too. How the, you, the it, it looks like the problem Way solved, enough. and then Medusa shows up and ruins everything, and then it ends with like <laughs> everybody just gets eaten. <laughs> yeah.
2: It was just a very strange movie. I don't. I honestly don't. Just I don't feel that I have too much more to say on it. It was just very like. It was. It was straightforward. It was, straight
1: it was odd. Yeah. I mean, it was really cut and dry. Honestly, yeah. like it's
0: there were no standout yeah. really moments but, uh, other than the humor that it would really be worth discussing. And the moment where the
2: the. The monster saw um o d, and he was gonna eat him, and then o d puts up his arms like <laughs> and like he sees the leather studded arm like bands, yeah. and he's like you can see he like, has memories of his owner, and he's like stops and he's like looks happy, and he like starts wagging
0: his stumpy stump- tail <laughs> tail
2: thing. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, so he's a dog. I got it. <laughs> it was, has its yeah. own theme song.
0: It has its own theme song, which and is, it very is 80s with like, the title drop. Like yeah,
2: 80s and all those all had their own songs.
0: It, it, that's one thing that I hate about the '80s is all of the times that they had like a theme song for a movie that had the name. Like, I, I I'll probably get shit for this, but Nightmare on Elm Street, Dream Warriors, the fucking Dream Warriors song for it. It's like an 80s (laughs) hair metal ballad. I was like, what are you doing? (laughs) So this, like, if you haven't heard the song, look it up. It's basically a song from a Crash Bandicoot game, but with the words Terror Vision. (laughs) Do
2: you you not like the Goonies song from the 80s? Goonies Goonies is
0: fine. I meant like horror like when horror movies oh, I didn't did it. know
2: I didn't it, realize that a lot of horror did that.
0: This this
3: song will definitely get stuck in your head. Like I said my sister and I we watched this uh last night and she woke up with it stuck in her head. i am guilty of having it stuck in my head and just to piss her off, I was kind of like singing it or I put it on randomly. <laughs> I
0: had it stuck it in my was, head and so then it, I forgot about it and then we got on and you started playing it and now it's just playing in my head. <laughs>
3: Yeah, it is definitely
0: one of those ones that, like just that part yeah. That part can't leave my head right now. It's legit. Like I'll, I'll probably put it in the episode. Just throw it in there. It's a it's a yeah, crash bandicoot
1: I really feel like if we have to be tortured with it, everybody else does too. Yeah, yeah. Probably, oh, yeah.
0: As, it's, it's gonna
2: advance.
1: be it's gonna be
2: in the episode. It's, we're we're inserting it somewhere.
3: <laughs> All <laughs> right. You know what's yeah. crazy though? Real quick, uh, how the monster uh, used. It's victims to, so, like, make them talk. Yeah. Like, all right, when, like, the grandfather was in his, like, little armory room mm-hmm. and then, like, totally was fooling the parents. So, oh, you know, I'm just doing things and this and that. I was like,
2: But he was, like, clearly was, like, goopy and drippy and gross. I know.
0: <laughs> he used it with the swingers, too. Like, he used Cherry's head in the hot tub and, the, you know, there was the steam so yeah. you couldn't see the body. It, I thought that that was an interesting addition to it. It would have... I would have preferred it if they used it in, like, a more serious movie. But... I
2: like when he got in the hot tub at that part, part, and he's like, what is this? And he's like, Is this algae? Like, is, Sexy. is this
0: sex lubricant?
2: <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? At first
3: he says, what is it? ooh, algae? Or something. I'm like, <laughs> mm-hmm. you're not hot tub.
2: <laughs> Why would there be algae? That's dirty. It's not good.
3: All right, let's get into uh, ratings. <laughs> sure. All
2: right, I'll go first. <clears throat> Zero out of ten, I will never watch it again. Come on, you got to give it more than a zero. No, no it's really... I, okay, all right, we're going to go... Look at it. Giving
3: it the Rotten Tomatoes rating?
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm giving it the Rotten It is a Rotten <laughs> Tomato. This tomato is, like, expired and gone. It ain't right. <laughs> um, I wouldn't... I did not very much enjoy this movie, and I'm not trying to be Debbie Downer. I, I do feel like I tend to be the harshest rater, but this movie really... It did not hit a note for me. It was... Eh, the acting wasn't great, and it was kind of... It was just, like, super just over, overkill on everything. Um, so, don't let me give it a zero so it'll get a one.
0: You can give it a zero, <laughs> that's fine.
2: Okay, zero.
0: <laughs> okay. When we were doing
3: ideas that we we had the idea for TV, and I, uh, I saw... I found out about this movie through watching uh, Angry Video Game Nerd got... Uh, James Rolfe, and he has this thing called Cinemasker where every October he uh, he does like a bunch of movie reviews. So I saw like, you know, a, uh, it was like literally a short little review. So I was like, oh, you know what, this kind of, it, it looks interesting. So I said, fuck it, I'll check it out because it came with the video dead on Blu-ray. And, uh, you know, I <laughs> you guys saw it before me and I kind of just went into it with a bit lower expectations and uh it's it's so over the top so i guess you know when watching this movie you have to keep that in mind just don't go into it serious whatsoever and that's what i went in i was like all right this movie's going to be so fucking out there and weird i could just tell even from the theme so i kind of just went in with like a silly mood like this is one of those movies all right here we go and uh, you know, it, like with it being over the top and just fucking completely out there, I guess I'll give it
0: a four point five out of ten.
2: That's a pretty good rating.
0: <laughs> I'll give it a four point five. I, I was curious to see your rating because you're usually like super into the cheesy, the cheese. Yeah, no, don't get me wrong. I love I love
3: a good eighties cheese, but this was like too much. Like, literally too much. There's a level to the amount of cheese, and this one just fucking broke through that level. The
2: blood-to-cheese ratio has to be just right.
3: Yeah,
0: so 4.5. Alright, I guess I'll go next. So, like I said, like, this movie set out to be a cheesy movie, and it succeeded in that. Um, I'm gonna give it a lower rating, just as I'm sure we all are gonna give it a lower rating, but... That doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad movie for what it is. It's just not something we enjoyed. If you enjoy, like, extremely over-the-top, you'll probably like it. It just wasn't for me, Sierra, Erica, Stephen. You said it was whatever. You know Um, what? I'll I'll say this. I'll I'll watch it again, but under certain circumstances. I don't think I'd ever watch it again.
3: (laughs) It's not something I'd watch again often, but in, like... The, like, the distant future, I'm gonna just feel, like, in this silly mood, and it's usually gonna probably be with people who have never seen it, and I'm like, you guys wanna watch a really fucking over-the-top, like, super cheese fest, and then just throw it on for strictly the LOLs and just... <laughs> Yeah, strictly that. So.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think I would recommend it to somebody who's like, oh, looking for a movie to watch, home alone tonight. What should I watch? I wouldn't be like, yo, check out Terrorvision, man. <laughs> like, if you're yeah. gonna watch it, watch it in a group of people with a group of people. I,
2: suggest VHS3. I wouldn't suggest
0: VHS three. I wouldn't suggest VHS three. I would. I'd be like, watch
2: VHS
3: three. Um, I would so, watch this before I'd watch VHS three. So. I
0: don't know, man. So I think, as far as my personal taste. I would probably give it, like, a 2 out of 10.
2: That's a high rating. Alright, so...
1: This one was a hard one for me to get through. I'm not gonna lie. I had to, like, rewind and then start over and rewind and start over because I would just get sidetracked. Like, I just couldn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... It's definitely over the top, it is, and if that's something that you're into, you'll really like it. I mean, it's got a lot of, to me, it's got a lot of funny, like, funny little quirky things to it, um, which I could see where people would like that. Mm-hmm. But as far as, like, it being a horror movie, I don't think it's a horror movie, and I think that a realistic rating for me on it is, I'm gonna give it a solid 1.5.
0: So that gives it an average rating of a 2. <laughs> <laughs> I, think,
2: I think that's a fair rating.
0: 2 out of 10. Um, 2 out of 10. I, I is this our lowest? Is,
2: it might I, be. I, this is our I think lowest this might ever, be our lowest, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Um, you know what? Ever. This
3: is like the king of B-movies, in yeah. my opinion.
2: We're going to make an honorary <laughs> spot on the website to forever keep the this movie. <laughs>
0: uh i will say that if you if you do enjoy this movie go check out cavity colors they just let out some uh cool terror vision merch and how lucky whether whether you uh whether you like the movie or not go check their stuff out because they do have some cool stuff
2: no their stuff makes the movie looks really great yeah
0: (laughs) such a unique
3: like uh art style that he has and just like his designs are so on point like I think like this October, I'm setting aside like a hundred dollars because there's like a couple of shirts I've been really wanting, and what better way to, than to buy, you know, in October? Because he always does like really awesome Halloween releases. So if you're a big fan,
0: check out his new shirt. Let's move on to the Video Dead.
2: Hidden inside the house at 21 Shady Lane Avenue is a black and
1: white TV with the power to turn itself on and come alive with the dead the video dead but for the new owners their first warning may be too late why did you kill her
3: if you don't know what you're messing with <laughs>
0: The Video Dead was directed by Robert Scott. It was also written by Robert Scott, and it was released in 1987. It follows a brother and sister who move into their parents' new house while their parents are overseas somewhere. I think it's like in Afghanistan. They're Some always vacationing their shit. yeah. shitty parents. <laughs> so they move into this house where a guy was killed earlier by these zombies that come out of a TV set. The, there was this television set that was delivered to the house. It was supposed to go to this like voodoo occult museum. And it plays this endless zombie movie.
2: It has a name, the zombie movie.
0: Yeah. The zombies come out of the TV and they kill people. But they don't eat
3: them, really. I mean, they do, but they
0: don't, you know? Nah.
3: I just
2: don't think they went into it too, too far. I think they were more focused on, like, how they come to be and getting rid of them.
0: Yeah, so yeah. I actually, I actually enjoyed this movie. Um,
2: I thought it was really fun.
0: It was fun. I enjoyed watching it. I had a lot of good laughs. It was cheesy without being too over the top, like yeah, TerrorVision was. was. But yeah. it did have redeeming qualities. Like the zombies in the movie were cool, were awesome,
2: and I liked it. Like I, initially, when we, when we were like, okay, we're gonna watch the video dead, and we looked up like the plot summary on it. That like zombies come out of the TV. I was like, oh, this is gonna suck. But it's actually really cool the way that they did it because it's like the TV would like, it like fell off the,
0: the stand
2: and it was like, the screen was facing upwards and like you just see like the zombies stepping out, like there was like fog the head came and up, like, yeah. yeah, you just saw the zombies coming up out of the TV, it was super cool and uh, they had like a lot of really different looking zombies because they had the bride and um, they had a but they had a bunch of zombies, there, wasn't there one that was like only a body, right, they didn't have legs. Or maybe get lost I don't with, Like no, I not he
3: gets, he gets cut
0: in half. Yeah. And
2: then... So, but I just thought, I thought it was really cool. And they, they actually ended up having stories for each they did, different zombie. Okay, zombies. so
0: they didn't have it. It, got, it ended up getting cut for the movie. But originally, um, Robert Scott, who wrote the movie, he had stories written for each individual zombie, almost like a backstory. So there was like the bride was killed on her wedding day. Um, the one guy who totally looked like a blue David Bowie.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. He, was, he was on the it was, swim team and he it drowned.
0: Was, yeah, he was on the swim team and he drowned, so that's why he was blue from like suffocating. So they all had these backstories that related to their uh, their character. Um, the one guy was a serial killer who strangled people, and that's why when he kills the maid in the one part, he's like strangling her and he's laughing about it. And it's because he's getting enjoyment out of it, much like he did in his previous life. So yeah. I thought that was cool. I can understand. But it shows that
2: they also have memories of the previous lads, which is very different for zombies as yeah. well. Yeah,
0: and I could understand why they cut it from the movie because it would. I feel like it would have been too much to throw into the movie. But it is something cool to go back and read now, like that the movie's out and you can get kind of like that, like looking more into the movie, type thing.
3: Yeah, this was like a super indie film, like for its time, because like I was looking into it and it took like a year to film because they only had time to do it on the weekends. Mm-hmm. That's so, really cool, though.
0: I think it was well done, too, for being like yes. a, such a smaller, like indie, low-budget project. I mean, it was done better than a lot of other movies that had higher budgets and were put out by big production companies at the time.
3: Oh, for sure. Like, this is that kind of movie where I would have rented at, like, a mom-and-pop like, video store. Like, this was one of those where you were just like, oh, you see, like, that. the name pops out at you, The Video Dead. And you know what I mean? That was just probably would have been my random pick at, at the time. And that's actually why I ended up buying the Blu-ray because I was just like, oh, man, zombie film from the 80s called Evil, uh, The Video Dead? Like, that just totally, like, I don't know. It just popped at me, and I was like, I got to get it.
0: <laughs> I thought the story, like, like Sarah said, we looked up the plot summary for it, and, um, you know, we looked, and it, it was a straight-to-VHS movie for the time. And I was like, all right, you know, like, I'm not expecting too much from this movie. And I enjoyed it more than I thought. But hearing the plot for it, I didn't really expect too much from Don't it. Don't
2: judge a book by its cover. Yeah,
0: I actually, like, watching it, I thought it was a very interesting concept. Like, the zomb- the way the movie was playing out on the TV. And then as soon as they stopped paying attention, like, the zombie would turn and look at the TV Yeah, it's and always that out. same
2: spot, too, when they come out. It's the the one zombie... Um, is, like, walking towards the tree behind it, and then he turns around, and then it starts doing, like, the pink and blue mm-hmm. lines. Like, it's the the, the old-school 3D, and then that's when it happens, when the zombies start to come out. It's always that same part in the movie. Um, but I thought it was really cool, and it's funny, too, because when it when it shows Jeff, when he first plug he finds the, the TV in the attic, and he plugs it in. Uh, there's, like, a woman on the screen, and she ends up coming out of the TV and, like... He thinks he's going to get lucky with her. And then she goes back on the TV. He's like, oh, where'd you go? And then, like, this uh, man pops up and, like, slits her throat. And she's, like, dead.
0: The garbage man. And he yep. explains
2: to him, like, you know, don't watch this don't TV. Don't watch it.
0: Put it in like, the basement. Yeah, and... like,
2: get rid of it. You don't want to watch this. Whatever. And the kid continue. He's like, he's like, oh, somebody did something weird with my weed. And he flushes all the <laughs> time. <stuff laughs> toilet. Yeah. And continues to watch. Uh, everything could have been avoidable, <laughs> avoided. Yeah, I thought
3: so it was funny, funny that he blamed it on the weed. Yeah, yeah. he's like,
2: there's something wrong with this. I,
0: this was one of those movies that I just had a blast watching because, it, like, just commentating the movie, we had... I think our commentary was funnier than the fucking movie, honestly.
2: I think this movie... I, I'm gonna go out and say that I think the storyline was really good. I think that the makeup was really good. um I, effects, great. They did a really good job with it. The only thing that I would say is Jeff... Was um, his acting wasn't great, but I still liked him.
0: Well, his, um, I still
2: like the actor and the yeah, character.
0: The actor I just, who played him—he um, was actually 16 at the time, and he had never been in a movie, and he was never in a movie after. Well, that's that. why he
2: kind of strikes me as, yeah. as like like the kids that were in like Goosebumps.
0: Well, he was in um, all that
2: like never. They <laughs> they 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 never went anywhere with They an did afterwards. good in in a, in a tryout somewhere, but you're not sure where.
0: Well, with him, uh, he was in, like, a drama class or, like, a theater-type class, mm-hmm. and his mm-hmm. professor for that was like, no, like, don't even bother, you're not gonna get the role, and the teacher actually, like, sent other kids out to audition, and uh, the kid who played Jeff ended up actually getting the role, so. Yeah, I mean, I... I you, you could tell it was his first movie, for sure.
2: I think, I think that he is, like, the stereotypical stoner kid, like... You know, like at that time, I think that's like the stereotype. But like, you gotta think, like, tons of people have taken that character and made it famous. You know, Like, a similar mm-hmm. character because he's a, like a brain dead stone. You know, like that stereotype. Like, Ted from Bill and Ted is like that. The guy from freaking the last movie we just covered, which I don't even wanna think about, Terror Vision <laughs> You know, like, people take that character and it does take off. Um, and it's, it's funny to be kind of so bad that it's good.
0: Yeah. You know? I think... But not too bad to where it's Terror Vision. I think I would like to see this movie... It's hard to say, because I, w- I would like to see this movie taken in a more serious direction, because... I think this movie could... There was a lot of redeeming qualities that I was like, if this wasn't, like, really, budget, yeah. really corny, like, I'd, I'd probably enjoy it, but... At the same time, I feel like if they remade it today, took out the comedic aspects of it, but kept the same storyline, it would be something where, like, just having that storyline, it would have to be somewhat, like, comedic.
2: I think it could be, like, lighthearted, but not, like, too funny, but they'd have to, like, they'd have to set it in the same time period, because they wouldn't want to see zombies popping out of a flat screen.
0: That's why I didn't yeah. watch the new Ring movie, because I was like, this is kind of dumb.
2: How does it pop out of the flat screen? <laughs> Makes you no know, sense. You know, it... It's definitely
3: one of those movies that doesn't take itself seriously and you can like kind of acknowledge mm-hmm. that, but doesn't go as extremely over the top like Terrorvision did. And it was definitely enjoyable uh for me cuz it was the right amount of cheese.
2: Okay, so my favorite part in this movie was the part where they like they he, they get the chainsaw out. And Jeff's like, let me use the chainsaw. My favorite movie is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> I was like mine
0: too. Jeff. He said that, and I just looked at Sierra, and it was like oh. a silent stare at each other for like thirty seconds. Yep. And then she like what? looked at me, and she's like, "I'm Jeff." I was like, "God <laughs> fucking
3: damn it!" Yo, when that part came on, I was thinking in my head too. I said, "Oh my god, Sierra's gonna go nuts for that." I was. I
2: was really happy. I was like, "Mine too. Mine is Texas Chainsaw Massacre." But, like, she said which something. is how
0: crazy that he dies by the chainsaw, too. She said something, too, like, earlier in the episode, because the the reason it was funny that, like, we stared at each other and then she's like, I told you I'm Jeff, because earlier in the movie, she said it. She's like, I'm Jeff, because it was the part where uh, Zoe was like, oh, why are you acting strange? She's like, I'm a strange person. I'm just weird. And she's like, that's me.
2: <laughs> it is. It really is though. Yeah,
0: the the death by
3: Chainsaw was a real left turn. I didn't expect him to, like, die. Yeah,
2: I didn't either. I was sad when Jeff died.
0: The ending where she tricks the zombies
3: into going downstairs by
0: dancing. I was like, oh, God. Yeah.
3: Yeah. It was kind of funny because you saw, like, a human side to the zombies. They're all sitting at the table, like, eating, like, 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 kind of like a family.
0: Yeah. It, it was it, it that brought me back to um, Dead Alive when they're like feeding the zombies the custard. Yep. It, it, yeah. I thought it was similar to that. Um, another fun fact about this movie was Robert Scott was offered to do a sequel for the movie, and he had it planned out to where rather than the zombies come out of the TV, people would go into the TV and get stuck into the TV shows. But, oh, that would have been cool. Yeah, he was offered the same budget for the sequel that he was given for the first movie, and it would have taken more money to make that happen, so he just passed up on it completely, and it's something that has just been lost since then. But I think it would have been a cool aspect to do.
2: I like the way that you yeah, phrased that. Yeah, if they would it's have given lost. it a bigger
3: budget, it would have been awesome to see that happen.
0: Yeah, but it, 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 at the same time, too, I almost wonder if like a bigger budget would have ruined the aesthetic for this movie.
2: Explosions everywhere! <laughs>
0: Michael Bay Michael the shit Bay. out of this thing.
2: <laughs> Sorry, I had to do it. No, all right. in all, I thought this was solid. I I enjoyed it. Yeah, you
0: know I right. liked the zombies so much. Yeah, the zombies were, were really cool. well done. Yeah. yeah, the makeup the makeup was really great on them.
1: Well, I think that like Sarah was saying before, like with the um the blue one, and you were even saying about how like he like drowned and stuff like that. I like that. I like that they
0: weren't all they just, were very like,
2: literal with their translation. Yeah, yeah, they
0: just like well, on top of that too, like even before I had read up that they had backstories. We had said while we were watching, we're like, these are really good. Like, Mm -hmm. they're very well done. The makeup was great. And I
2: like that they kind of took that cartoony effect with the um, David Bowie wannabe. Because, like... Homeboy looked like a cross between David Bowie. As soon as I saw him, that's, like, the first thing that came to mind. Because, like, I don't know. Like, I I don't remember what it was, but I feel like I remember watching something as a kid, and it was like, if you drown, you were blue when you die.
0: Homeboy looked like a cross between... David Bowie and Skeeter from Doug, the TV yeah. show. Oh, that's what I said. was yeah. so like, "Yo, is that Skeeter from Doug?" I was like, "No, it's Ziggy fucking Stardust."
2: We couldn't decide. We were going back and forth. So it's, it's... Skeeter Stardust. Skeeter yeah.
0: Stardust. Skeeter Stardust. <laughs> Skeeter
3: Stardust.
0: All right, you guys want to get into ratings? Yes. Sure. For sure. bad boy.
2: Like I said, I really, um, I really enjoyed the uh, the zombies in this movie. I thought they were super cool. And, like, they weren't, like, um, insanely well done or anything, but, like, it was a, they, they did really good concepts for each zombie. Uh, and I think the, that the strong concepts alone made the zombies come out really nice. I loved Jess. He was very lovable. Not the best acting I've ever seen, but super likable. Um, and the storyline was a little quirky, but not too bad. So um, it was fun. Um, I'd give this movie a five point seven out of ten.
3: Uh, this movie had a, for some reason, a very nostalgic feeling for me. Like I said, it was it's like one of those movies that I would have randomly picked from a mom and pop uh, video rental store. So this is definitely something I could watch again with no problem. Probably a uh, Friday night where I'm not doing anything, grab a pizza and throw this sucker on. So, uh, like I said, the zombies were done amazing. Uh, I like the idea of the, them coming out of, like, the television and, like, the zombie movie never being never-ending. Uh, it was just kind of like an original idea. Like, I've never seen something done like that. So, I'd have to give this movie mm, probably a 6.5. Yeah, 6.5 for
0: me. And some cool gore scenes in there, too. Yeah, for sure. it. It, it had redeeming qualities, for sure. I'd, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I liked the movie. Like I said, it, it was cheesy in its own right. It wasn't too much to where I, I was rolling my eyes a lot of the time. It was enough to make me laugh and make jokes about it. Um, I think it had redeeming qualities. I think that the way they approached certain things, like Sirius said, with the head popping out of the TV and um, the zombie makeup, it, it was just all well done. I really liked that they... Like, the whole middle section of the movie was, like, going to each neighbor's house in the neighborhood and showing them getting killed in a different way by the zombies. I thought it was a a unique thing to do. Um, All in all, though, I enjoy it. I would definitely recommend it. I'm going to rate it right in the middle with, like, a 5.5. And it it might seem like a low rating, and it's just because, quality-wise, I feel like there are better movies out there, but... I still would highly recommend it and I, I really did enjoy it.
1: I think that it was well done for the budget that they had and it is it is a lower quality movie and I think that they did a killer job with the zombies. I think that it was definitely a solid movie and I think that the concept was really interesting. I think, uh, like you guys touched on, that the, the acting was a little cruddy, but I think that that just it reflects the the age of the actors. You know, when you're using actors and this is their first time acting, you're gonna you're gonna get an odd, odd feel with it. But I, overall, I think it was really well done. Um, I recommend it. I think it's pretty cool.
0: Um, I'm gonna give it a five point two. The Horror Haven average rating is a five point seven. That's pretty cool. Good. I think that's a solid B movie rating. Hell yeah!
2: Check it out.
3: The house looks just like
1: the
2: one next to it. And the one next to that. And the one next to that. A young couple live in it. Give Ken a kiss. (laughs) (laughs)
0: You are so obnoxious! With their three children.
2: (laughs) And something more. last night? Do you remember when you woke up and you yeah. said
0: you were here? Uh-huh. Well, who did you mean? Who's here? All right, so the last movie we're going to talk about is definitely a classic. We're going to be talking about Poltergeist. Poltergeist was released in 1982. It was directed and this is where it gets a little fuzzy. Crazy. Yeah. yeah, so the film is marketed as being directed by Toby Hooper and produced by Steven Spielberg. The word is that Steven Spielberg was actually the one who directed it, and... Um, this comes from people who were on set, and I think watching it too, I get more of a Steven Spielberg feel than a Toby Hooper feel. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Wasn't
1: it also because it was right around the same time that ET was being released? Uh, it It, it, was, uh, it, it was might have something
0: to do years. with that. I also read something about a director strike that was going on, or like talk, in talks of going on, and Steven Spielberg didn't want to get wrapped up in it. Where Toby Hooper just kind of didn't give a shit. He didn't so care, yeah. he he kind of took the rap. Um, from what I've read in... I, A site put out an article recently. I want to say it was either Bloody Disgusting or Blumhouse, um, where somebody who had worked on the movie or their brother had worked on the movie had said straight out, like, absolutely 100%, Steven Spielberg directed this movie. Toby Hooper was there, and he gave input and, like, enjoyed watching and seeing what was going on and, like, gave creative ideas to the movie, but Steven Spielberg was ultimately the one that was calling all the shots with it. So...
2: When I did research on this movie, um, prior to recording, um, it is credited to both as directors online now. Okay. So there you go. One of the
1: cool things about that, like, just discussing that it was simultaneously released around the same time as, uh, E.T., is that Drew Barrymore auditioned to play Carol Ann and she played the little girl in E.T. Which I'm
2: glad that she didn't because that would have ruined my whole life.
1: They, uh... They actually... Yeah. I think her, the, the lady that they cast for Carol Ann was really good.
2: I spent my entire childhood being asked if I played Carol Ann, and I said my mom would be like, she's clearly not born in the 80s.
0: <laughs> if you look at like childhood pictures of Sierra, she legit looks identical to the girl who played <laughs> Carol Ann. <laughs> but, um, and, yeah, I just thought it was interesting. And like I said, like watching the movie, I'd, I've always gotten more of a Steven Spielberg feel than I did a Toby Hooper feel. For sure. Movie. Um, yeah,
3: I definitely agree there.
0: The movie follows a family who begins being haunted by these entities. Uh, their daughter, Carol Ann, begins talking to them through their television set. and she.
2: Oh, holds, no, she starts out with the toy phone in her bedroom.
0: Right, but she, she starts talking um, to the, these entities that are in a different dimension, realm, dimension. Realm. And she ends up getting sucked into the dimension. So a majority of the movie is spent... With her parents and a group of psychics and paranormal investigators trying to help them get their daughter back. Overall, I have always liked this movie. I'll Me put too. that out there now. I um, think
2: it's a fun family flick.
0: I, yeah, it's a it's a movie that I would watch with kids, and it's a movie that
2: teach them don't talk to fucking ghosts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, it, it's a movie that you can watch it and you can definitely see a lot of influence on later horror movies oh
2: yeah absolutely um,
0: one thing that stuck out to me a lot and I don't know how influenced it was I'm sure it was but um, the part where the mom Diane is in her bed and it's towards the end of the movie and she ends up getting like drug up the wall and like onto the ceiling and it totally brought me back to like Nightmare on Elm Street with um, Tina being drug up the wall and yep. killed by Freddie and definitely it, it, just certain things like that and that's Scary just... Movie oh, yeah you're gonna get Scary Movie <laughs> <laughs> Scary Movie There's
3: too. so many yeah Scary Movie 2 has so many references to Poltergeist yeah
0: but it, it's something that it, it's really cool to go back and see the influence like something that influenced movies that we've seen later on um I don't remember the first time I watched this movie I was younger but I do have like a really great memory of watching it I uh it was, I was in high school, I think it was my sophomore year of high school, and it was my first night being left home alone. My dad was like, I'm going away, I'm going out of town for the night, don't do anything stupid, just hang out at the house. And I had my friend Eric over, and we made burgers and rented Poltergeist, and I hadn't seen it since I was a kid. And we just enjoyed the holy hell out of it. And, like, one part that fucked with me that night, and it still to this day fucks with me, I don't know why, because you can obviously tell now how fake it is, is the part where the one paranormal investigator, his name is Marty, right? Yes. Yeah, he starts, like, pulling his face off in the mirror, and it just fucked with me so bad. (laughs) And it always has. You know what? That scene got my sister pretty good,
3: too. So you're not alone in that one. That was a pretty wild scene.
0: The acting is something that I think was great. Uh, Craig T. Nelson playing Steve was awesome acting. I love
2: Zeke.
0: Yeah, he's a good actor in general. Um, But I I think uh, overall, like, everybody in the movie did a great job. I think,
2: too, that... They felt very like a very authentic family. Like, they didn't, didn't feel it like didn't actors. It didn't
0: feel forced, it really,
2: yeah. The only thing about the family that I think is weird is that I feel that Dana, the oldest daughter, did not need to be in the movie at all. Like, she yeah. was not... Like, it's like, why did you have her? Like Like... She, why she? Why was this part written in? Because she literally was totally unimportant to the plot. She's more of a middle child. she,
0: she would randomly like pop up and they'd be like, "Oh, Dana." She leave. was a little hushy. She would like pop up and they'd be like, "Dana, leave!" And she'd be like, "All right." And then she'd like, leave <laughs> and then she'd come back and be like, "You need to get out of here." And she'd no. be like, "Okay, and leave." She's
2: Murphy. When they were loading up the when they were loading up the moving truck, they were like, "Yeah, we're gonna spend the night at the Holiday Inn, like on like seventy three or whatever, you know, on Highway seventy three or whatever." And she's like, oh, yeah, 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 I remember that one. And her mother's like, what do you mean you remember that one? And then she just kind of was like, changed the subject. <laughs> it's like, who do you mean at the Holiday and little 16-year-old?
3: Yo, mm. I got to say her mom was way more chill than, like, I expected. When uh, the the guys, uh, they're breaking ground for the pool that they're installing in the backyard, start, like, you know, kind of catcalling at her. I'm sorry, but if that was my daughter, I'd be like, what the fuck do you say? No, don't no, no, let her handle like, it, too. Yeah, no, she did, and and I, maybe that's why she wasn't as chill. But, or another example is, like, when the dude's reaching in, and he's, like, tasting her sauce and, like, grabbing, like, a waffle. I would have been like, yo, dude, get the fuck off my
0: property at this point. One thing that I thought was interesting about this movie was that when the paranormal occurrences first start, the family almost, like, welcomes it. Like, the mom is really excited that the chair can move across the floor on yeah. its own. And I feel like it's more authentic because I know a lot of people would be like, oh, hell no, like, I'm getting the fuck out of there. But if our chairs started moving on their own, Sierra would have a goddamn field day. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: am Like, oh my god, this
0: is so cool. I've always dreamed.
3: Yeah, she, like, literally maps out the, the the direction and, like, the pattern of, like, the way the chairs move, like, to a T. It's pretty funny. And
0: I, and I thought that was cool, too, because when you... When you hear stories of like paranormal like occurrences, they almost always have the ghost or paranormal entity following like a, the same pattern. Like you hear stories yeah. of like a haunted house, and like a ghost appears at the top of the stairs every night and walks down the stairs. That's because
2: the 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 story behind that is that they're following their daily routine that they they did when they were living, so right. they're stuck in a, a loop.
0: Right. So it it it's cool that it like it made reference to that almost without making reference to it.
2: Yeah, but see, poltergeists wouldn't do that, so...
0: I don't... Well, they did mention that there were other spirits there. They Mm -hmm. weren't all evil, so...
2: Yeah, but when you
1: entertain, like, regular spirits, that's what leads open... Yeah. Like, leaves open shit for things like poltergeists and
0: demonic entities and stuff like that to get in. Now, one thing that I've never really understood... um, Were they making reference to, like, the devil... Because the uh, the psychic,
2: her name is Tangina.
0: Yeah, she um, she, when she's talking, she's like, "Oh, your daughter's stuck in this other place, and she's being tricked by someone who she thinks is a child." And then she says something like, "Um, the the evil one himself, or some some yeah. some weird shit." And I was like. I'm guessing it's the Satan. devil, and it, it makes sense because you do, you know, in lore, like Satan always tricks people, tricks yeah. children. So, I, I—that's what I've always taken away from it. I just didn't know if I missed I think, something. I think that's what it
2: is. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna man up right now and admit that I, I sobbed at this movie. I did. I cried like a little girl at this movie because I was watching it, and Carol Ann disappeared in the closet, and then like the mom's like, Carol Ann, talk to me, like. Where are you, Caroline? Can you see me? And she's like, "Mommy, where are you?" I was like, "This so sad." I was having an emotional day.
0: <laughs> we just finished the yeah, office. So... Just get to
2: watch oh, the office. I yeah, literally no, was crying a... all day that day, and then we watched this, and I was still like in a really emotional state <laughs> in my
3: heart. You know what? You're forgiven because like I cried. Uh, I cried when Michael left, and I cried during the season finale. So uh,
2: you're I, totally. Like, dude, you have I a pat? Really pa- sobbed through, like, the last four episodes of The Office. But well, that's, that's a story for another day. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Some things that I think didn't really age well with the movie, uh, the effects... Like, the hand coming out of the TV was very yeah. fake. And the worst part for me watching, and I'm sure almost everyone can agree, the part where they go into the kid's room and the shit's just flying around, and it's, like, yeah. the, I like the, the worst thing. you'd ever
1: seen. It, see. it looks shape. like it was, like, tied to, like, a fucking ceiling fan.
0: Yeah, but it... It, <laughs> no, honestly,
1: it looks, it looks, like,
2: looks it like it was like poorly was photoshopped, photoshopped yet, But they were, wearing, they were wearing a green suit, and they were just like,
0: look... No, it's not even. It's not even that. Like it just looked poorly CGI. Like shit would like change size, like shrink down and get bigger, and you're like, what the fuck is that?
2: Yeah, it was. It was odd. And it's definitely it's odd. stuff
0: that it, it definitely just hasn't aged well because watching it uh, when I was younger, I didn't really notice it as much as watching it as yeah. an adult now. But
2: I watched. I I I don't remember the first time I watched this movie, but I remember watching it. Um, I had gone to my mom's job and I was at work with her like hanging out and uh, a customer came in and mentioned that I looked like the girl from The Poltergeist so my mom thought it was so funny she went home and told my dad and my dad thought it would be fun to watch it
0: so he would.
2: that's, the, last, that. that's, that's the first time I recall watching it and I was probably like I was living in Rosendale so I was, I was probably 7 yeah. I saw this
3: movie really young too so it, but I didn't I don't think I completed it but I know two scenes that really stuck out with me then definitely creeped me out as a kid. Uh, I just got to mention this real quick. Um, The tree scene. Yeah. I've never been so terrified of trees as a kid, for one. And, like, I'm not scared of clowns and I'm not scared of dolls. But I will say, that clown doll, again, as a kid seeing this movie, fucked me up. Like seriously,
0: it's funny that you bring those up because that leads me into uh, the next thing I was gonna say was both that tree and the uh, the clown were both based on fears that Steven Spielberg had as a child of the tree outside his room and clowns. So um, it's funny that you brought that up. Uh, A a funny thing with the clowns,
2: genius too, because it's such a true thing of kids being afraid of those things in their room. In the rooms alone at night. Like, I remember camping and seeing the trees over the tent. Oh, yeah. And, like, them, like, blowing in the wind and being freaked the fuck out. Yeah. When I was a kid.
0: That kid was afraid of everything, though.
2: Oh, he was. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was a scaredy cat. Um,
0: the, the funny thing is, though, those clown dolls were actually, like, it, it was a real doll back in, like, the, the, seven, the late 70s, early 80s. And uh, my mom actually has told me stories that my aunt had the same doll, and my mom was terrified of this movie because of, the,
3: <laughs> because of that doll. Yo, I wonder if they're like still for sale online, because I would buy one. I'm sure you, you could, could
0: find it. This oh, is like, yeah. like a so memorabilia. I'm, I'm, I'm sure you could find it. It it wasn't made for the movie. It was like a, a toy that was already out. So Kind of like the yeah.
1: um, Good Guy Dolls.
0: Well, the good no, guys were based off of my buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I do want to say off topic a little bit, but I was totally admiring the entire movie that kid's Star Wars toys in his class. I was, yo, they read pre-ger. my mind. I was like, yo, where do I get those bed sheets?
3: <laughs> I just stopped, Where do I get that I just Chewbacca windbreaker?
1: Yeah, right. i don't really oh shit out God. of that thing.
3: She died.
0: Yeah, the actress who played, um... So did Dana. Dana and the, Carol
1: Ann, um... There was four or five of them... This is one of those cursed over movie the sets. the
0: course of all three, um, Not movies. sets,
2: but one of the yeah. cursed movies uh, where all, like, half the actors died. And it's sad because it's the kids that died.
0: The girl who played Carol Ann, her name was Heather O'Rourke. Mm-hmm. She died at the age of 12. Um,
2: that breaks my heart. She had... Cardiac
0: arrest. Cardiac okay. arrest, yeah. I guess she wasn't feeling well. Her parents... Noticed that she wasn't eating. Um, she was turning blue. She was really cold. They called the ambulance, and she passed away of cardiac arrest in the ambulance. It was after James they filmed Poltergeist three. That she might had, have
2: been why I was crying in the movie.
0: She had plans of doing Poltergeist four, and that was going to be her final movie. But that happened. Yeah. The actress who played Dana
2: passed She's away. Murdered.
0: Yeah, she passed away briefly after this movie was released like a um, f- couple months after it, her boyfriend murdered her yeah her ex what the fuck yeah her ex-boyfriend strangled her
2: he was like super abusive and she finally left the relationship and he he followed her and got got her out into like an alley or out of her house and strangled her to death yeah this
0: Jesus. is this Rest is in peace much like um exorcists it is one of those cursed cursed movies. movies yeah, yeah.
2: That's so sad. I remember a bit so of the backstory
3: on that. Um, what uh, what, was that thing? All right, you know when, like, the psychic and the mom step into that, like, you know, the other side, if you will? And there's, like, that big, like, monster-looking thing? Do you guys know what I'm talking about? You can't yeah. see its face?
0: I don't like, know. Like, that shit was wild. I, I just kind of, yeah...
2: I just assumed it's, it's one of the many entities on the other side. the
0: other side, yeah. Something I, yeah that, it that one would look fucking crazy, mm-hmm. though, I must say.
2: You've got to think that it's an in-between, so it's going to have good, bad, and ugly, so...
0: Something I had uh, I had mentioned when we were watching this was... I never really, like, thought of it until... I don't know why, but I never really thought of it until we were watching it for this episode, but... Insidious is pretty much like the a remake same, yeah. of this movie. It is yeah. the same exact storyline with it's, Darth Maul. With Darth Maul,
2: <laughs> they they took out the Star Wars toys and added the Star Wars.
0: But they rather than and having it, the entity, and the, they had it like um,
2: yeah, Astral tiny projection. Tim.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, but it, they are pretty much pretty the exact. Much the same, they yeah. have the the psychic come in and they have to go to the other realm to save their son slash daughter.
2: Um, yeah. I hope if I ever have a daughter, she looks like Ann cause like I just I'd cut her those fucking bangs too, man, <laughs> just to top the cake there.
0: <laughs>
2: fucking a, right? All right,
0: you guys. I want to think it, it was cool. Oh, uh,
3: ahead, real quick before we do, uh, that it's revealed that uh, this the whole housing developments was built on like burial ground, which and the guy definitely... was totally
2: chill about it. I, think I this,
0: know. Was this the and, first movie that it, it probably wasn't? I'm sure there's ones before that I'm not thinking of right now, but like the the whole those cursed yeah. ancient Indian burial. Yeah. ground. pet
2: cemetery was that before this?
0: Pet cemetery was after.
2: Yep. That was a good one. Yeah.
0: But it, it but, I feel like yeah, it's become I like such like a idea. stereotypical it, thing now. <laughs> it,
2: this it is it, the first. Super you know
3: what though? I thing. love that idea of like the cursed burial grounds and this and that, and, because I feel like that's like a legit thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And also, like, when the part where the wife is in the hole where they were building the pool, like, those were real skeletons that were used, and they were popping up, like, through the ground and shit. Oh, wow. I
0: feel like that's bad yeah. juju right there. Like, yeah. Yeah,
3: definitely. But
0: that just makes you even crazy. to my body to horror when I die. <laughs> I wonder if you
2: can. I'm an organ donor. They can use my organs in a gore scene.
0: The girl who played... Diane I can't think of her name right now she's a big actress but I'm again we said it last week I'm terrible with names we got better with with character names names. Yeah. um, she was actually very like nervous to do that scene because they actually had her in like a pit that was full of water and there was all the like filming equipment and electrical equipment around the pit so she's like I'm not going in that (laughs) yeah fuck that which I don't blame her for that one (laughs) yeah that's
3: pretty sketchy right. anything else no, those are my final thoughts.
2: Cool, cool. Let's get into
0: ratings. Sierra. Um, hmm. I
2: really. I really like this movie. I think out of the three TV based movies, this one was definitely the most successful. Probably because they had seasoned directors, seasoned actors, and a good um, budget. It, you know, those three things definitely make it easier to make a great movie. Um, I think it was really enjoyable, and it wasn't like a straight horror movie either. You know, you got to think Steven Spielberg. A lot of his, like, I think that, like... A, so yeah, not a super young kid would would be able to watch this, but, like, like, a 10-year-old might be interested. Like, this might be a good way to get a 10-year-old into horror, you know? A nice step in the right direction. Um...
0: We should do that, like, uh, on our website or something. Make like a transition to horror and like where to start and like work your way up to like movies. the scariest. I've Just seen. man
1: up and jump right in with Jason, like we did. Yeah. <laughs> um, Friday the Thirteenth for three-year-olds.
2: There you go. Perfect. Um, I think. I think all in all, this is a really good movie, and and I don't think that you have to be a horror fan to like it. I think it helps, but I think. I just really I thoroughly enjoyed Watching it I had a good time I was interested There's not a part In the movie Where I was like Oh my god Come on You know It's not boring It's very interesting And um, it feels very authentic With the family Which I like
0: Which not getting boring it, It's pretty awesome Because it is like A two hour movie Yeah, so. yeah Oh was it, it really I didn't yeah, feel yeah. like It was that
2: long um, yeah. So I'm going to
3: give this movie a 7.8 uh, Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with Cyril on a, on a lot of things uh, The family was very genuine uh, You have seasoned actors, a huge budget Steven Spielberg in the director's seat and Influenced by Toby Hooper So that's like, you know what I mean That's some formula for success right there And this definitely has become a huge classic uh, It's definitely, it's got its uh, you know, moments where it gets pretty silly, but you know, it's it's almost family friendly. Like, I think the movie is rated PG.
0: So, it's just because the PG 13 didn't exist at this point.
3: Ah, <laughs> uh, got you. You know what? If it didn't, I, that definitely would have been more of a PG 13. Yeah, it like, was originally. You got the parents smoking J's and, like, yeah. a couple of things here and there. It but, was originally um...
0: rated R, but I think they, they got it down to PG, so.
3: Yeah. But, I mean, like it said, there was a. Uh, I have to agree there were some effects that were a little dated uh, and that, which kind of confuses me because it's like you guys had such a big budget you could have come up with something a little better but I mean there were some creepy aspects like the the one paranormal investigator were tearing off his face in the mirror uh, the clown doll definitely fucked me up and same with the tree like so you know what I mean the, they definitely had some aspects where it was genuinely creepy and the fact that they used real dead bodies in that one scene was just mind-blowing so uh with that being said i'm gonna have to give this
0: a 7.4 i've always liked this movie i think it's something that it's fun to watch just to see how much it's influenced modern horror horror of the 80s 90s like and family guy yeah and family guy any
2: uh at
0: really like any decade of horror you can see the influence for this movie I think that its success, like you guys said, did have a lot to do with the fact that it did have these very talented directors, actors, actresses. Um, I I think that it's a movie that you can enjoy whether you like horror or not. I think that anybody could really get enjoyment out of watching this because it's not too scary, but it does have those really scary elements to it. So all in all, I, I think I'd give it like a... 7.6.
1: I really enjoyed this. Um, It was my favorite out of all three. It's definitely one that I've seen before and I've watched quite a few times because I actually really, really like this movie. (laughs) I say actually, like, I don't like a lot of the movies I watch. (laughs) I enjoy most of the movies we watch, except for Vision (laughs) (laughs) Sprinkle
2: that in there. (laughs) Gonna hit it. And And VHS 3. And Creepshow 3. Creepshow 3.
3: Ugh. There's a list.
1: Terror Vision
2: is the first one that's not the third in a series, though, yeah.
1: so Yeah, which is probably a good thing. <laughs> um, It's a
2: solid movie, it
1: really is. And it's got a great storyline. It's got decent character development. I think that... Yeah, there were a few parts where it was... Cinema- like, cinematography-wise, it was lacking. Or effects-wise, it was lacking. But it makes up for it with using real dead bodies
2: yeah those practical I like effects story. though like
1: the concept behind this entire movie is really interesting and i guess you most people don't view their TVs as something harmful <laughs> so when you're thinking about like demonic entities and stuff like that uh, pulling you through or communicating to you with that device it's definitely creepy especially nowadays when we rely so much on technology and you think about it it's pretty fucking weird and creepy, and you're just like, nah, I'm good with that. <laughs> and it did well with using a child as the main character. It wasn't... Because she was so cute. Yeah, it. it but it, when you use kids, like, kids creep me out. I have children, I know, they're fucking creepy. But she... She wasn't creepy. You felt bad for her. So like the way that they used her in the movie was really interesting too, because they could have made her like creepy little shit, like She's hanging out innocent. in the closet and like. <laughs> yeah. But they didn't. Um, you can feel the the Steven Spielberg in this movie though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You definitely, you can definitely the feel family. that. It Not only that, but it's just got a lot of,
0: like, it's got a lot of vibes. I feel like his tone in general is very recognizable. And I he, I feel like I wouldn't have noticed it as much if we didn't cover Jaws a month ago. Yeah. Yeah. It, it just, like, it sticks out. Like, he's a very distinct director. Mm-hmm. And,
1: and he ha- he has tons of movies that are all different genres and, like, all over the place. But, like he has a very unique style about him he's an, he he's an it auteur itchy. you
0: could he's an auteur you could watch a movie and you can distinctly pick it's much like um West wes anderson, anderson. Yes. yes you like you watch a movie Quentin and you're like this, did you or, love how 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 i knew exactly
2: yeah. who he was going for and it, right?
1: and that to me though i appreciate that i think mm-hmm. that's a really it shows you how good he is at what he does because when you can take something And you can still portray, like, those characteristics that make you noticeable and make you who you are, and put them in a horror movie, or an action movie, or
0: a sci-fi movie. It just kind of shows how diverse it is. Well, you can have a different, I mean, look at Steven Spielberg's work, like, every one of his movies has a totally different story to it, but it has the similar tones to it. Mm -hmm. I think at the
2: end of the day, they're all based around families.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, all in all, I think this is
1: an awesome movie. If you're wanting to watch a scary movie with your kids and you're not really sure, like, where to start, this is definitely a good place to go. And I really like it. I think it was just a good movie in general. I'm going to give
0: it 7.7. You're all pretty close on that one.
2: It's going to be in the 7 range.
0: So, the average is a 7.6. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Perfect. All right. And it's not like we talk
3: about our ratings beforehand. We kind of just, like... (laughs) You know what I mean? It's
0: not like, oh, what did you give it? Oh, what did you give it? Sarah tries every week to be like, what are you going to give this movie? And I'm just like, I'm not fucking telling you. Wait
2: until the episode.
0: (laughs) Alright guys, that's going to wrap it up for our Terror from Your TV episode. We want to thank you so much for listening. Thank you to everybody on Instagram who gave us a rating for the movies that we covered. We love hearing from you guys. Uh, If you're not following us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, um, give us a follow at Horror Haven Podcast. We also have a website, www.horrorhavenmedia.com. Um, be sure to check it out for our upcoming episodes and episodes, movies that we've covered in the past. We also just uploaded a Annabelle creation review, which Stephen kindly wrote up for us. Um, so definitely go check that out so you can know if it's worth going to see this weekend we also most likely will have a artist spotlight episode coming out later this week or the following week uh with someone involved in the movie one night of fear Uh, it's a slasher movie that's based on true events so go check out their instagram facebook or you can watch the movie on amazon video
2: which we all plan to do right hell yeah
0: (laughs) you're all renting it guys some podcasts that we've been checking out this week that we've really been digging. Um, Creature Features podcast, which I was just featured on an episode that Chunky Larry had done. Chunky
2: Larry's my favorite.
0: <laughs> um, on the movie Inferno, Dario Argento's Inferno. Uh, super awesome guy. He's covered a lot of great movies, and he's currently has a Dario Argento-themed month going on. So if you're into Italian horror, go check, check it, it out. out. Crip Kids podcast.
2: We love
0: you guys. You guys are awesome. Um, Final Girls Podcast, we've been listening to a lot lately. We're liking the
2: ladies
0: lately. Yeah, There's a lot more. Those are just the ones that we've really been digging into this week. So keep it up, guys. We like you. And I think that's going to wrap it up. So tune in next week. We're going to be covering Wes Craven films. We're going to be covering the beginning, middle, and end of his career with the movies The Last House on the Left, the people under the stairs and my soul to take.
2: That's gonna be a good one.
0: Two thirds. Yeah, of I can't scene. wait to
3: talk about the first two.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> that's why I, everybody keeps saying two yeah. thirds. <laughs> I,
0: I haven't seen uh, my soul to take. I've heard nothing but bad things about it. I haven't it.
1: seen it either. I wanted to, but I wanted.
0: I thought the idea sounded great, but I have it's heard nothing but bad. I've heard nothing but bad things, and especially when it came out. So I never like took the time to watch it but we covered you know what here's our
3: opportunity (laughs) yeah
0: we covered scream 4 which was russ craven's last film that he directed so this was the second to last film and we can check it out
2: we're gonna get what we pay for all right
0: have a good night everyone (laughs) catch you later